America's most popular two-way cigarette. What a pair. Chesterfield king size at the new low price. Chesterfield regular. Around Dodge City and in the territory on west, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Marshal, and you gotta help me. 
Well, maybe there'll be less trouble if I do. Chester. Yes? Go get Doc Adams. One man's already been shot. I say he's ready, and not before. He's my prisoner, ain't he? You heard him, Brick. 
another thing, you made a promise you wouldn't put handcuffs on him. See that you keep it. Why, sure, Marshal, of course I will. Now, Chester. Yes, sir? I'll be over at the OK stable for a couple of hours. I told Kitty I'd look at a horse she's thinking about buying. OK, sir? You uh, better keep an eye on things here for a while, huh? You know where to find me if there's any trouble. Almost 100 years ago, Charles Kingsley wrote that tobacco is a lone man's companion, a bachelor's friend, a hungry man's food, a sad man's cordial, a wakeful man's sleep, and a chilly man's fire. These words describe what Chesterfield means to millions of smokers today. You and I smoke for relaxation, for comfort, for satisfaction, and in the whole wide world, no cigarette satisfies like a Chesterfield. Only Chesterfield has the right combination of the world's best tobaccos. Highest in quality, low in nicotine. Best for you. Buy them king size at the new low price or regular. Get a carton of Chesterfield today. Back, Kitty. 
yet telling how good a horse Hank Springer had stolen from the hitching rail. But Chester and I had mounts that we'd trained for this sort of a ride. And about dusk, the sign on his trail told us that we were getting closer to it. It was just after dark when we spotted a campfire in a cottonwood grove. We slowed down as we rode up to it. Hey, those trees would make an awful good ambush, Mr. Dillon. Yeah. I don't see nobody around that fire. Let's spread out a little, Chester. Okay, sir. All right, that's far enough. Start shooting, Chester. He can't get both of us. your gun and move up to the fire while we can see you. I am. I'm doing it. I've got my hands up. Right in, Chester. But keep separated. There he is. I can see him. Don't shoot me. I didn't know who it was. Well, that ain't Hank Springer, Mr. Dillon. No. My name's Jones. I'm a buffalo hunter. I thought it was him coming back. Who's him? I don't know. I don't know who he was. Step over this way, mister. Out of the firelight. I don't want to get shot at anymore tonight. It was a mistake, I tell you. I wouldn't have shot at you if I could have seen who it was. You can't blame me. Not with a man like that running loose. Look, mister, I'm on the trail of a murderer. A man named Hank Springer. He's a young fellow and he's got a bad leg. That's him. That's him. He's a murderer, sure enough. He killed my partner not over an hour ago. What? My partner's lying in them bushes over there. I wrapped him up in his saddle blanket so as I could bury him tomorrow. Well, how'd it happen? Well, sir, we was cooking something to eat, and that trailer rode up and wanted to trade horses. My partner said no. But Springer got down and said he'd take the horse anyway. And my partner tried to stop him. And, well, he got shot that way, and now he's dead. Oh. Springer rode north, didn't he? Yes, sir. And I'll tell you something else. The horse he took ain't going to carry him far. That horse got his lungs frosted last winter. Well, that'll help. There's a cabin five miles straight ahead, the way he was going. He can't get no further than that. All them people got there is a balky old mule. Good. I, uh, I'm sorry about your partner, mister, but we'll try to catch Springer before he kills anybody else. Come on, Chester. There was no moon that night, and it was pitch dark. So we had to guess at riding straight. But we managed pretty well. And in about an hour, we saw the lights of a cabin off to our left. We rode over, left our horses a hundred yards from it, and then went the rest of the way on foot. We could hear voices inside, so we sneaked up to the window. I can't wait much longer. Are you sure you ain't lying to me? It's Hank Springer, Mr. Dillon. It's him right now. I should lie to you. My husband should have been back before this. But it won't do you no good when he does come. You won't get far on that mule hours. Well, what's wrong with your mule? Nothing. Except for being ornery and stubborn. I'll get him over that fast enough. You can have the mule, mister. I don't care about that. But don't hurt my husband, please. Lady, I don't want to hurt nobody. Listen, they get in my way like someone's done lately. You're an outlaw, ain't you? Never you mind. 
Look, when your husband walks in here, don't don't you give me away. All I ask is you don't shoot him. Chester, I won't shoot him. Come on, he starts it, but ain't going to get shot either. We better do something quick before her husband gets back to you, Jim. Look, I got an idea, Chester, and if that woman's at all smart, it might work. What? You get out there in front of the cabin, but far enough away so nobody can see you. And then you yell for her. Yell for her? Pretend you're her husband. Tell her to come out and give you a hand with a mule. What'll I call her? I I don't know her name. Call her wife or woman, anything like that. It doesn't matter. She'll know it isn't her husband. Where'll you be at? Flat against the wall by the front door. He won't trust her to come out alone. And when he comes out, I'll take him. All right, get going. Okay. into it like a lamb to slaughter. Good evening, ma'am. Hello. Get his gun, Chester. Yes, sir. Tell me, ma'am, is your husband really coming back tonight? Yes, he is, Marshal. Well, we'll spend the night here if you'll let us. But I'd like to borrow that mule in the morning. Hank Springer wanted to ride him up to Mingo. And I'm going to see that he does. than 60 million cigarette smokers in America who smoke many brands. In choosing your cigarette, be sure to remember this. You will like Chesterfield best because only Chesterfield has the right combination of the world's best tobaccos. Highest in quality, low in nicotine. Best for you. You and I smoke for relaxation, for comfort, for satisfaction. And in the whole wide world, No cigarette satisfies like a Chesterfield. Yes, you'll get the greatest possible pleasure from a cigarette when you choose Chesterfield, the right combination of the world's best tobaccos. Highest in quality, low in nicotine. Therefore, best for you. Buy them king size at the new low price or regular. Get a carton of Chesterfields today.
started out next morning, and it took us two days to get to Mingo. But not so much because of the mule as because of Hank Springer's leg. I was willing to stop and let him ease it for a day or so, but he said no. He'd rather get the ride over with. Beyond that, however, he didn't say anything until we rode into town. Mingo was a small place and out of the way of the cattle trails, so it was as quiet and peaceful as any frontier town could be. If there's a sheriff's office across the street. Okay. Well, no use to stop there, though. Why not? Sheriff don't use it much. Most of the time he's gambling over to the Golden Girl. That's it. The Golden Girl down the street there, see? Well, I'm not turning any prisoner over to a sheriff at a gambling table. You ride on ahead, Chester, and tell him to come outside. All right, sir, I'll do it. Springer? Well, there's still time to tell me. There's uh, something I'm sure curious about. You can ask me, Marshal. Why in the world did you head back up here? Find Jim Powell. Uh, who's Jim Powell? I figured it out, Marshal. It was him that killed Doby. Oh. Well, you can tell him that in court, I guess. Now, here we are. Let's get on. All right. Oh. Marshal. Yeah. You still think I'm lying, don't you? Well, I don't know, Springer. But it doesn't matter much what I think, does it? Oh, yes, not. But I can prove I didn't do it. Then why did you run in the first place? Well, I knew he was after me. I got scared. Shouldn't have, but I did. And there's a sheriff. Marshal Dillon, I'm Sheriff Bradley. Hello? The man here told me all about what happened. I'll take charge of Hank Springer now. Look, I'm going to get a fair trial. Ain't I, Sheriff? I don't talk to murderers, Hank. I don't care about that buffalo hunter, but killing breaks a different matter. He was my deputy. Well, if you hadn't have picked a coward for deputy, I wouldn't have had to kill him. What do you mean, a coward? He was a coward and a liar, boy. Wait a minute. What are you saying, Hank? Well, Brake, Brake promised me he wouldn't put no handcuffs on me. He swore he wouldn't, didn't he, Marshal? He did? Well, he, he got scared and he busted his word. I went crazy when he put them things on me, Marshal, and, and I choked him. And then I got the key. I took them handcuffs off and threw them away. Well, I, I had to run then. You're a fool, Hank. If you'd have come back peaceful with Brake, you'd be a free man right now. You mean you found out it was Jim Powell that killed Doby? Of course I did. Jim Powell got real drunk the other day and started bragging. Me and a couple other fellas got him in jail, and he confessed as soon as he sobered up. I knew you didn't do it, Hank. I knew it all along. Well, then why was you saying I did? Why'd you come looking for me? Well, you just had to stick it onto somebody, didn't you? I should have figured that, knowing you. You're gonna hang now anyway? What difference does it make? Well, oh, you'll be glad to see me hang, won't you, sure? Never did like you, Hank. That's why I picked you in the first place. Hank. What, Marshal? I, uh, I've changed my mind. About what? 
about turning you over to this rotten, worthless sheriff? You can't talk like that. Shut up! Hank hasn't committed any crime around here, so I'm taking him back to Dodge for trial. He's my prisoner, Marshal. You can't cheat me out of him. I got a right to him. You got nothing. And sheriff or no sheriff, I'll bend a six-gun across your head if I hear any more out of you. Well? All right, let's go, Hank. All right, thank you, Marshal. I'd like that just fine. But first, Marshal, I want to go over to jail there. I want to tell Jim Powell I don't bear him no grudge for letting him chase me before he talked. Because he, he might feel bad about it, especially the trouble I'm in now. Well, that's decent of you, Hank. Now that's your jail, Sheriff, so take him. We'll wait outside. Come on. <laughs> Bet you sure ain't losing credit for bringing me to trial, don't you, Sheriff? That's enough, Hank. Stop needling him. Well, he did hate you, Hank. Yeah, and I always Stop it, I said. All right, Marshal, I will. All right, take him in, Sheriff, but don't be long. we got to get started for Dodge. Come on, Hank. You walk in front of me. Dylan, the sheriff like that makes a man kind of ashamed, don't it? I mean, it makes people think the law don't amount to much. Ah, the law's bigger than any one man, Chester. Yes, sir, I guess so. What? Hey, that come from the jail. Yeah, it sure did. Hank, Mr. Dillon. He been shot. All right, put the gun up, sheriff. He started to run. Run where? And it was so? No. He jumped me first. I had to shoot him. coming in here and trying to get away. He wanted my gun. So he jumped you, huh? He swung around, grabbed for my gun. I had to shoot him. In the back. I don't know where I shot him, Marshal. What difference does it make? Hand me your gun, Sheriff. What? Your gun. Give it to me. You're forgetting I'm the sheriff in this town, ain't you? You're the sheriff, but I'm arresting you for murder. No. No? Get away from me, Martin. He was just about to draw, Mr. Dillon. No, he wasn't, Chester. But I wish he had. I'd rather have ridden back to Dodge without him. He's going to make mighty poor company. <laughs> Size or regular, both at the same low price. 
L and M filters, America's highest quality and best filter tip cigarettes. Gunsmoke, produced and directed by Norman McDonald, starred William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Tonight's story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Featured in the cast were Lawrence Dobkin, Jack Crucian, John Daner, Joe Forte, and Irene Tedrow. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNair is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. Join us again next week as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal, fights to bring law and order out of the wild violence of the West in Gunsmoke. Next week at this same time, Chesterfield will bring you another transcribed story of the Western Frontier on Gunsmoke. This is the CBS Radio Network.